Hello, this is Let's Finally Watch It. It's a movie podcast where we watch movies that you saw a long time ago, but <laughs> guess what? One or both of us have not. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan. And I'm Clark Kinez. And today we're watching Dazed and Confused, which I have seen, but Mr. Clark Kinez has not. I have not. How did you miss that? That kind of, that when we ended the last episode, like I said, oh my God, I'm surprised that you haven't seen it. And I really mean that. That's actually one of the more surprising ones, just because it's... a movie that came out when we were I don't know if we would have been age appropriate to see we were probably a little mm-hmm. too young but like it has yeah. been playing it, it, it's the movie it kind of bombed but it kept going and like rentals and like cable and it became a life of its own and iconic in of itself so yeah how did you miss that I don't know and you know I was also looking it up uh, the other day I was looking at like stoner movies mm-hmm. or whatever you know, top 10, of course, you yeah. know, Ch- Chong is on there, but... <laughs> which we've seen. Go back and watch that seen. episode if you haven't seen it. And Friday. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that one too. Yeah. We're, and, uh, we're stoners, so this makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Days and Confused was on there. I have no idea because I've seen... M- mo- I'm going to say most of Linkletter's movie, Richard Linkletter's mm-hmm. movie. I've seen Slacker, Waking Life, Boyhood... I, the only I haven't thing... seen any of those, so we're like okay, free, yeah. we're like opposites. Yeah, and I and I I haven't seen any of the before sunrise. You know, before sunrise. You know, I haven't seen any of the before sunrise movies. The ones with Ethan Hawke and I believe Uma Thurman. Or, um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I don't. I really don't know what would have happened. It is a real, probably comedy of errors that led to <laughs> where i'm at now right right right, right. having I, not seen it yeah yeah because it came out in 1993 i think i think i, I think it up. so yeah. early 90s for sure and uh there was no point where i thought maybe i should watch this and it's kind of a genre that i or seemingly a genre that i kind of like like mm-hmm. it's coming of age movie right or it's yes it's part teen movie too but not I don't think I'd classify it as all the teen movies we watched for the podcast because it's like literally a period piece about the 70s. Yeah. And it's not, it's a little horny, but it's not like American Pie horny. Like, I don't think there's any titties in it. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, it's, it's a little bit of it in a class of its own for a high school movie. That I guess sense. is how I would probably put it. I don't know. Yeah, again, I I don't really know much. I I do know it's in the seventies, mm-hmm. and I think that's. I f- I feel like I kind of get that. I do kind of like that period. I guess. Yeah. When, when when you when it comes down to it, yeah. I all I know is all right, all right, all right. Like yeah, that's where the Matthew yeah. McConaughey of it all started. I think this was actually one of his first oh, movies. Wow. And I think if I'm remembering it correctly, it's because they filmed in Texas mm-hmm. and he was a local. Oh, wow. I think it's one of those like mythological Hollywood stories that are actually kind of true. Like, I don't know if he was specifically mm-hmm. 
maybe he was acting locally. I, I don't know everything about Matthew McConaughey. Maybe that's yeah. not a huge surprise, but uh, I, don't, I don't dislike him. I'm just not. You're not an expert. No, it's not like I ever had a crush on him and did a deep dive or something like that. But I, I did watch some stuff about or maybe read about the origins of this movie because it really is the little engine that could. It was just a little indie small thing and it didn't do well. And now it's an iconic movie. So there's yeah. definitely a lot of, you know, articles and reunion pieces and stuff about it. I feel like I would see this poster a lot, though. Yeah. At yes. movie stores. Yes. And... I was looking at it. The box office was only, I think the box office was pretty low, or the budget was six point nine million. I think, yeah, that was the budget for mm-hmm. it. But it it probably did relatively well. I guess I didn't have any friends that really talked about it that much, right? Or, which, or maybe I did, because even looking at the cast, I'm like, holy, whoa! The cast is insane. Oh my god! The cast is insane. This is because I was going to say that this, I was thinking like maybe this is a movie that I had seen before mm-hmm. and looking at the cast, I'm like, who oh, made you, hell no. Who made you gasp? Mila Jovovich and Ben Affleck. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I've definitely never seen yeah. this movie then. That is crazy. Uh, yeah. That is not a thing it's, that I have It's a, seen. this is our second movie in a row that's a little tour de force, like in terms of just a who's who of mm-hmm. people that uh really are respected yeah or at least working actors one or the other yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see yeah see everybody in this also it would be fu- it's funny to see the 90s version of the 70s i always mm-hmm. like to see different versions mm-hmm. of different decades I think they did a good job. We'll talk after you see mm-hmm. it of like the costuming where it's definitely a period piece, but it doesn't feel like a cliche. It doesn't feel like they're wearing Halloween costumes, Yeah, which is usually a big problem with anything from like the 60s through the 80s, I feel like, can often get almost like caricatures of what people really wore. But I'm curious about, I don't know... It's interesting because I always liked this movie, but I feel like when I saw it some years back, it lost some of its charm for me. But I don't, I can take a couple guesses as to why, but I don't really remember why. Mm. So I'll be curious to see how we both feel actually after we watch it. I don't think it's going to be like a terrible time. It is fun and the cast is great. There's just certain things that are like a little what the fuck, I guess is the best way to put it. But I think that's also like the genre to an extent, like any movie about youth is going to have some problematic yeah people not knowing better kind of stuff well i mean that is kind of the way young people are that's exactly and they're not they haven't lived they just haven't lived that you know? said though there is somebody who's a little bit older that's pretty problematic i'll okay. put that i'll warn you about that but i think i know what you're talking you about you probably yeah. do it's pretty in culture I think that's probably like the only thing I know about the Mm -hmm. movie. I think that's probably why I haven't watched the movie. And I'll be Mm -hmm. honest, that's probably the biggest part. Nice. Because I think that's literally the only thing I know about it. Yeah, I was like, ick. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. It's in Texas. Yeah, you're saying, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's... And I like Richard Linklater so much. So I think I'll at least... I'm glad that I'm giving it a shot now. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a terrible time when was the first time you watched it i think i was in high school okay um i think like i probably rented it or 
I don't know. But yeah, I remember thinking like I should watch this because I knew it was like a thing. Because same as you, I saw like either the poster everywhere or mm-hmm. like I don't even know other imagery maybe of the movie. I, I'm, right. not, I'm not sure, but I was aware of it and felt like I should watch it. Yeah. So I looked up. So the budget was six point nine million. It only made eight million. Yep, I knew it didn't so, do that great. Yeah. So it probably didn't. I mean, people there's still a lot of different other costs, so mm-hmm. I feel like there they probably lost money on that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was considered a bomb for for sure, and yeah. um, and and yet it became iconic, just yeah. like a lot of movies sometimes do after the fact. It it's so weird. It's like I feel a lot. You know, we'll watch the movie in a minute. Final thought from from me, at least. I, I I hate the way media is sort of judged or content is judged. Like a lot of shows get canceled before they find their rhythm, Mm -hmm. you know, like how many shows are figuring it out in the first season and not every audience finds it immediately. And obviously in these day and age of streamers, I mean, we've touched on it before, but it's going a little bonkers right now. with like, they're canceling stuff halfway through production. It doesn't even make sense. And it's the same with movies. Some of every, a lot of people's collective favorite movies were not necessarily box office smashes. Yeah. It's, it's such a weird, because time really does change our perception yeah. on a lot of... With streaming, there's just too many shows right now. There's just too I many know. goddamn shows. You get attached to them, and then all of a sudden... There's one show that I'm watching, and I'm not even sure if I want to watch the rest of it, only because I know that there's a cliffhanger at the end, mm. and I know it doesn't get resolved, and it sucks. Because it got canceled, or...? It got canceled, yeah. What show? The second, uh, 1899. Oh. On um, Netflix, and... But but there are certain shows. There was the only show that I know that there where they were, they they were like, okay, you know what? We'll film. We we we're gonna cancel the show, but we'll. We know that your ending was like a couple of years away. Mm-hmm. We'll tie it up now. We'll let you tie it up at least. And I was like, okay, that's cool. It's, it's a show called Life on Mars that I really mm-hmm. liked, and. I'm like, yeah, do that. But anyways, going back yeah. to it, it's, it, it's some of these things you see these casts and it's like, wow, how do people sleep on this? But also, like we were saying about, you know, SNL, it's like, oh, my God, Bill Hader mm-hmm. was on SNL. But at the time, Bill Hader was just some dude off the street. Yeah. Adam Sandberg was some dude. Off, like, yeah, these were just. It's true. It's just, yeah. I mean, God, I could go into so many TED Talks about, like, why it's so problematic now. Because, like, people are trying to be famous just to be famous. Like, the amount of celebrities calling the paparazzi on themselves to stay relevant is oh, insane. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, there's been a lot. Of, I've known it for years, but there's been a lot of articles yeah. taking it out of, like, Hollywood people talking behind people's backs. And it's. Yeah. It's just, and people are only getting hired based off of their Instagram followings, but a lot of their Instagram followings are bots. And a lot of, even if that's organic, not everyone's going to follow you to a television show. And it's just a lot of smoke and mirrors right now. And it's hard for anything to be authentic and have a fair shake. Yeah. And I'm pissed about it. <laughs> well, I, th- I think I've, I, I've, it's never affected me because I've never cared about things like that. I, I think the furthest extent that I ever had about you know, celebrity was really talk shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I like I talked about in the last uh, episode, I, I really love talk shows. And I kind of just like to hear, you know, yeah. I don't... Like, as far as, like, paparazzi, I never... I think it's because I'm from L.A. Yeah. And it just... It was like, okay, whatever. Like, right. I grew up 
like seeing celebrities yeah. kind of a lot yeah and just being like okay you know just yeah random random dude or whatever see i only care because it's i wish it was more of a meritocracy like that's more, mm-hmm. you know i wish things were given a fair shake and but has it ever been a meritocracy no but we're in a time now where we're getting mad at all the things that are rigged and unfair and all that stuff so right justice for all the uh, shows that were canceled too soon and the movies Mm -hmm. that were flops but number one in vhsls yay yeah exactly shall we watch it yeah let's do it all right we'll be back We're back. He has We're seen back. Dazed and Confused. Mm-hmm. How did saw. you like it? I actually really liked it. Yeah, I liked it too upon a rewatch. I don't know when the last time I saw it was, but um, I liked it better than I th- thought. I thought I'd be more lukewarm on it. But sure. You no, know, it, was, it was good. I really, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really fun. Yeah. It's so crazy because when I think of the 70s, this is exactly. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I think my frame of reference, I guess, for 70s is, like, Detroit Rock City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some other ones, I feel, too. That 70s show, I guess, as yeah. well. I think a lot of people look at disco as being the entire 70s, when mm-hmm. really, like, that was the end of the 70s and even yeah. somewhat early 80s. And that was more, uh, you know, New York, L.A. Yeah. And, and they also conflate it with um, the 60s a lot, too. Like, a lot of the mm-hmm. time, you know how I dress, right? Like, if. Yeah, in podcast land. If you haven't seen my Instagram or any videos, I love me a seventies prom dress mm-hmm. or discotheque dress. I love me some bell bottoms. And people are like, "Oh my god, you're so sixties." I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. "Nope, I'm seventies." Like yeah. specifically, like some of the, some of it has like an overlap, but a lot of it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like I really like the fashion for the most part yeah. in this. A lot. I like the music. It wasn't like um, yeah. the most cliche. It was like. It's, it's, songs most people know it's not like deep cuts yeah but i mean like i don't know not everyone knows like sweets box on the run like i don't yeah, think right but exactly. that. and that's in detroit rock city too i think Is it? oh yeah, yeah yeah i love sweet that's like yeah they're fa- they're underrated and i love glam rock though yeah and they're you know they they even had i think david bowie in it the the sound two alice cooper songs two alice cooper mm-hmm. songs yeah i and you know the kiss is on there yeah you know there's a lot of um yeah, it's if they sold at this time, you know, mm-hmm. the, how they used to sell the CDs mm-hmm. and oh, Sounds of the 70s or like yeah, Rock yeah, of yeah, the yeah. 70s, like this, that's definitely what yeah. they, they, they got them all. Black basically. Sabbath, they had them Yeah, Black there. Sabbath. Yeah. And it's weird because like, I think in some ways that what, you know, I think people were still wrapping their heads around what the 70s is, mm-hmm. you know, you just came out of the 80s, early 90s and stuff. God, I can't believe it was 1993. But I think it really, I don't know, it really captured what I would think exactly what 1976 was in yeah. Texas. Yeah. For sure. Like yes. and, you know, my my you know, my parents went to school around this time. Yeah. You know, they're they're class of nine. Well, uh, yeah. But yeah, they were, you know, in in high school at this time. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And like all the stories that my, I mean, all the, like my mom would love all these songs. I don't know if my mom has ever seen this, actually. I, mm. I, I might ask her about that. Yeah. But I thought it was, the characters were so interesting and really rich and contained mm-hmm. multitudes. Like sometimes I was like, oh, 
Like even Matthew McConaughey's character, like, you know, as I said in the preview review, the part of the reason why yeah. I didn't watch it was because I heard that line and I was like, ick. About the girls staying the same age. Yeah. yeah. But in some ways he was very likable, you know? Yeah. He's like, yeah, you're right. He's most remembered for that line and it's creepy AF, no take backs. But mm-hmm. like he did jump up to help um, Adam Goldberg's um, right. character and he wasn't as creepy as he could be in certain ways. I mean, it's creepy. He went after a 17 year old for sure, but But he wasn't a bully. I didn't feel. No, he was just, and honestly, you know, I'm from a small town. I don't think there was too many people outside of high school hanging out with high schoolers. I mean, unless they like literally graduated the year before, like a lot of my friends were the year above. And it's not like we wouldn't see them around in the summer or like on breaks or whatever. But like small town life, generations get a little blurred. Like, you know, like once you're out, once you're 18, you can be friends with people that are 25. I'm not saying that's entirely appropriate, but it does happen in small town life. And I'm always surprised to see who got married on Facebook because Mm -hmm. sometimes someone four years older than me married someone four years younger than me. I'm like, how the hell did you guys know each other? But that's small town. And granted, it didn't happen in high school. It happened when they're in their 20s or 30s or whatever. Yeah. But I kind of understand the townie. Mm-hmm. I have questions as to why Matthew McConaughey has no friends his own age. That's what I was going to say right now. Um, but I kind of understand parts of this, mm-hmm. even though I don't like it, if that makes yeah. any sense. Right. Because I think it's a lot different than, um, you know, in Varsity Blues, mm-hmm. where they had that one guy, he was like a football player, mm-hmm. and he was kind of... You know, he was older and stuff, and they oh, really? like, pranked him at a party. Oh, that's right. I mm-hmm. I think I've blocked out varsity blues yeah. <laughs> somewhat. Well, what, so funny thing about uh, that I bring up varsity blues because I was thinking about varsity blues while watching this. I almost warned you in the preview review, but I didn't want to taint it. I'm like, oh, this is another Texas football movie, but it's football yeah. movie without the football. Right? Yeah. You exactly. Because there is. I mean, you know, obviously football is not the major focal point, but there was a lot of... It's the plot point of rock, yeah. um, something pink. What, I forget it. Randy Pink. Yeah. Like, uh, what was it? Randy Pink's character. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Played by Jason London. Jason London. That yeah. was his whole plot point. Like if he was going to sign the don't do drugs and alcohol for the athletes pledge or whatever. But what I what I thought was interesting about that is he could have just signed it and not had any and just been like, oh, yeah, I'll never do it. Sure. Like everybody else. But I, I actually respect that he was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to sign it because I don't I'm not going to do that. And yeah. I'm not going to sign. I'm not going to make a promise that I know I'm going to break. Yeah. You know, and I think everybody and I don't else be controlled. Huh? And I don't want to be controlled. And I don't want to be controlled. Yeah. Like that, especially for something like football that mm-hmm. he obviously doesn't care about too much. Sure, he's probably a good player, but he mm-hmm. probably doesn't. He doesn't. I'm not gonna let it like interfere with my life. Well, I have other yeah. parts of my personality, and I have other friends not on the team, which yeah, I also kind of appreciated because also mm-hmm. in a small town. I don't know if this is a big high school or small high school or what, but I mean, it's normal to have friends that are not in your direct clique. Because there's only so many people where I'm from. I mean, there was definitely echelons socially. I'm not pretending there wasn't. But, I mean, I was friends with people both above and below my station. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. who cares? Like, Yeah. They weren't all in my friend group. Yeah, and I totally get that. And the thing is, like, 
that's the that's the one thing that he was saying at the end Mm -hmm. he was or or the other guy the the guy with like the really thick eyebrows Mm -hmm. but he was saying i did my best while i was while Mm -hmm. i was stuck here yeah and i was like you know that's exactly it Mm-hmm. Like I did the best that I could mm-hmm. while I was here, and it's like, yeah, that's that's it, you know. Yeah. Like, because I always, because when I was in high school, I never felt like I had fit in, fit in. Yeah, same. nobody really liked. I mean, there were some people that liked my music, but you know, there weren't that many kids that were into Yola Tango, and mm-hmm. you know, it just wasn't, you know, I I just ne- I felt like a square peg, but then like outside, when I got out, I was like, but I made do, you know, in yeah. high school, and then, but then like when I got out, I was like, oh shit, okay. Yeah, I... Similar. No, but, same, I felt like kind of an alien, like I think I looked normal in high school, mm-hmm. but I had some eccentric tastes that didn't match the outside, and... Sure. A lot of my friends didn't have the same taste as me, and... Yeah. It was what it was. Um, and yeah, I, I think what is so relatable and timeless about this movie is part of what you're talking about. Where like you just do the best you can because everyone kind of feels like, I mean, some people love high school. I know you even loved parts of it. I feel yeah, like. I mean, I was fine with mm-hmm. it. I, oh, I honestly, I never had a bad. I will say like I didn't have a bad time. I really right. didn't have any bullies by that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... I pretty much made friends with everyone. Right. But I think most of us, maybe you don't feel this way. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It kind of feels like jail. Like we're not choosing to go to high school. We have to go to high school, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know that you're sentenced for four years, if you will. And I think just the restlessness and not, you know what I mean? Like just trying to, yeah, do your best, have fun where you can find fun. Right. And that's what high school is. Yeah. I I feel like I'll be honest, like I would say I guess school in general, like I always really liked school. Mm-hmm. I never I don't know, a lot of people have a problem with it and I I get it. But I was like, oh yeah, I get to learn about shit and I get to see my friends. You know, that's the way. But of course, I mean, I guess that sounds kind of nerdy when I say it out loud like that. I think it's cool. But, I wish I had that attitude. I was pretty miserable though. But yeah. There was a lot going on with me at that time. So sure. You know, that's yeah. part of it. Yeah. I don't, um, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't have a, I wouldn't say it was the best time of my life. And right. that was another thing that that uh, yeah. London, what was his name? Uh, Jason London. Jason London's character. You know, he was saying, if this is the best time of mm-hmm. my life, shoot me. It definitely wasn't the best time of my life at all. I'm not yeah, it's that, weird but, when yeah. people like peak in high school or yeah. even college. That's like, no one talks about that. But I remember, like, I have a friend that um, while we were in college, she was like, this is like the, everyone tells me this is the best years of your life. So you got to live it up. And I remember thinking even then it was kind of depressing because I'm like, sure, we're so young. There's so many other things to look forward to. And I liked college fine, you know, but I think it's so dangerous to think this is the only time in life I'll have fun or this is the best years of my life. Like, it's good to be mindful of I, aging, I but guess so. I don't know. Uh, but it's better than, oh, that was the best time of my life. Agreed. Agreed. That's what the, Because I never think I'm in the best time of my life. Ever. 
No I one does. That's why that office quote yeah. from Andy Bernard hit so well. About- so like, I I don't. So I guess like you know, I don't mind people saying, "Wow, this is the best time of my life." Mm-hmm. You know, so we or there needs to be a balance, I guess. Yeah, but, I think that's correct. Um, but yeah, I've <laughs> never said that in. No. Any, in any of my days but then looking back on a lot of days you know i'll look back on this time in my life and be like oh my god mm-hmm. well, what a fun time i look back on like so certain social chapters of my life where i was like mm-hmm. wow that friend group was so fun and we just did so many ridiculous things and like yeah like that but it's not necessarily age specific or you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just kind of like oh that was a good time yeah right or those days, or when I lived at this mm-hmm. place, or whatever. Yeah. And especially you've moved around and stuff. Yeah. So, um, different cities might hold different, yeah, different experiences like that. Mm-hmm. I really liked the the like younger kid, his awkwardness. I was kind of chalking it up to maybe he's not a good actor, an experienced actor. He's not. There's actually been articles about oh. it. He was a local in Texas that really? was hired. And I don't know if he did theater or anything at all. I think it was sort of just a random right place, right yeah. time. But I don't know if this is what you were about to say, uh-huh. but I kind of think it works too. I think it I'm works. not mad at it. I I'm think not it mad works. at it. He was a he was a really good awkward teenager. Exactly. He or, or awkward like freshman, right? Yeah, yeah, like fourteen going, yeah. going into freshman. When year. I was a fourteen year old, and. And, like, another thing, I think in high school for me, too, was, like, I was always friends with, like, a couple... When I was a freshman, I was friends with, like, sophomores. Yeah. I don't think that the experience... Or he he just looked like the collective experience at that time. Yes, exactly. Where he's like, okay, I'll do it. You know, I'll throw this bowling ball out. And I think it worked. Because usually I'll, you know, like, the mom on... Uh, feel the dreams like mm-hmm. I know I didn't like her that much right. and it did like I mean that movie was bonkers anyways but <laughs> but it didn't I, it didn't help <laughs> it didn't help but this I was like I kind of felt like he didn't mm-hmm. you know yeah he was and there was moments because I was watching him because this is maybe one of my first watches where I've read the internet roasting him if, if that makes sense oh that sucks and like there's just been some articles or like clips or whatever and i'm like it's a jump ball because sometimes it's not great but sometimes he's actually kind of present and like seems to be reacting top of intelligence yeah the thing that the scene that the internet rips him the most for is when he bumps into the sabrina character like his female counterpart that gets taken along for the ride and he keeps putting his like hands right there yeah but what's so funny to me, and I've been thinking about this a lot, is that like I am somebody who has a lot of gestures when I talk. Mm-hmm. And I remember once in an act at Groundlings, actually, I had a teacher who fundamentally hated me. It was one mm-hmm. of those Groundlings Horror being stories. A, yeah, eviscerated yeah. experiences. <laughs> um, and she really hated me. And granted, anger is my weak spot with acting because like. I, it's triggering for me, and so I, I put my walls up. I can do it with a script. I can do it with UCB improv, where you rev up to something. Mm-hmm. But with Groundlings, you have to start at like an eleven. So 
that was always a little hard for me fair enough but at one point like I was actually feeling whatever scene we were doing and I was kind of like hitting my hands against my thighs a little bit mm-hmm. and she fucking vaporized me for that and she was like that is such bad acting da, 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 da. and I'm thinking to myself like that's what I do when I'm angry though like I'm very yeah. gesticular and I'm you know like I have weird you know quirks and yeah. stuff and and so I'm not as mad at actors when they do stuff like that yeah. like it's not good to fall back on it like fair enough but everyone's different it's not a monolith of how mm-hmm. people act in any situation so and since he was kind of awkward it worked for the role I don't like he probably would be like showy to mm-hmm. that girl about how mad he was at Ben Affleck's character. Like, I think that's actually kind of realistic. And he's also just trying to, like, figure it out. Because, Mm -hmm. like, I think when you're... Like I was saying, he's figuring the shit out. Like, he's the collective us when, you know, when we're that age. Where we don't know what to say. Where we don't feel like we're cool. And, like, am I being cool enough? Or, like... You know, we're going like, with the flow but so nervous about it you could just tell that he's nervous whether it's like i mean maybe it was like more authentic because of that you know that's and, a, that's kind of always been my read on him yeah for sure like i don't think you should have won an academy award but oh, like sure, but, yeah. i'm not as pissed about it yeah because there are some great performances in here mm-hmm. um yeah, like uh, I always mix Joey Lauren Adams up mm-hmm. with uh, Renee, Renee Zellweger. In the nineties, they looked a lot alike. I yeah, think. they don't as much as time passed, but um, I don't think I've seen Joey Lauren Adams. I saw her pop up in some show that was a like probably like ten years old or something, but she doesn't act quite as much. But she used to date Kevin Smith, which kind of... Oh, that's right. Because she was in Chasing Amy, Yeah, Yeah. which is a movie that's aged a little strangely. I haven't seen it since it came out. Mm. Or may not have... Or no, I haven't seen it since it came out. Yeah. Yeah. I used to love it, but then I rewatched it. I was like, oh. Mm. And then it turns out other people agree. Yeah. Okay. He's like the main Mm -hmm. character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and Ben Affleck, ben Affleck was mm-hmm. in this movie too, and I thought he, I thought he was a great asshole. I <laughs> yeah. thought he was a great asshole. Yeah, no, he plays a great dick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like Ben Affleck, but I, I actually like Ben Affleck. I like him as an actor. I don't think I want to be his friend though. Like that's kind of my yeah. takeaway. Like sure. I don't think he seems. I don't think he's the worst, but I. Mm. Eh, there's just certain spidey senses go off where he's sure. just not my people. I think, but I, yeah. I like him as an actor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know enough about him, but yeah. Um, oh, I guess he's from Boston, right? <laughs> I have friends it, from Boston, so I know, and they're probably assholes. No, right? they're not. No, no. Are you sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Not everyone's a asshole. Yes. So, but yeah, I thought he was great in it, and then uh, yeah, Adam Goldberg. I love him uh, so much. He's, he's so always good. such a scene stealer. I know. He's in another movie with Matthew McConaughey, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Oh, okay. I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, that's eh, not for this year. Maybe in the future, we could put that on yeah. the list. It's a pretty iconic rom com. That's with uh, Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I've heard about it a lot. Um, it's it's fun. It's yeah. not the worst. I don't know if you'd love it, but it's yeah. not the worst. But yeah, I thought he was great, and yeah, I, I yeah, Jack or uh, Jason London or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, uh, I thought he, I thought everybody was pretty good. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Everyone was very um, in their element, in their lane, yeah. playing the role that the character was. Yeah, 
And honestly, Parker Posey for me was my favorite, I think. Even though she wasn't in it as much, but like... Um, she was memorable. Huge she bitch. She was so memorable. <laughs> she was fucking... I love her so much. She's like one of my favorite mm-hmm. actresses in general. Yeah, she was She was magnificent in that. And she was great in that role. She's mm-hmm. great as a, as a bully. Because like, it's weird because I think all the roles that I like her in are the ones where she freaks out a lot. Mm-hmm. Like in um, Best in Show, Waiting for Guffman and, you know, all those Christopher Guest movies right. and stuff. Um, I think she, amongst those actors, she always kind of steals it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I don't, I wouldn't say that I would want to live at that time, but it made it look kind of like, yeah, carefree. We're going to just jump in the yeah. back of our uh, pickup truck. Seems I mean, like way like, less rules, way less yeah. rules. I mean, maybe not the hazing part, of course. No, and that's, that's a big ridiculous. part of this. I don't, I don't know any. I've never heard of any story where mm-hmm. anybody did hazing that was outside of, outside of college, like fraternities, and fraternities and stuff. Yeah. yeah, me either. I wonder if that was something that was more normal at one point, or in certain states it was. But maybe I don't Texas, think that's something like f- that happens yeah. in our generation. In our like generation. I don't think I think that died out if it was like a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they did it now, boy, oh boy. Yeah. It's weird because this movie, parts of it are so timeless and parts of it are like, the fuck? Like, really? Yeah. But like, Adam Goldberg's character calling that out was so funny where he was like, oh, everyone just turns a blind eye or whatever. He said, like, we we, mm-hmm. we just, no one cares. Like, Yeah, that trio was really, or. Yeah. They were really the blonde good guy and out. Marisa Ribisi. Yeah, Marisa. Uh, yeah. And I thought they were really good at calling, you know, they were kind of like. Oh, for the audience. Like yeah. Voice conduit. of reason. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And I really, I really appreciated that. Yeah. And they were like the smart kids that weren't nerds, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is also great representation in a weird way. Because so many yeah. times if you're smart in high school, you're Ivy League bound or have a pocket protector or whatever. But they mm-hmm. were just kids. They were just they kids. Were smart, they were smart just... and they kind of were in with people, but they were kind of in their own lane too. And yeah. again, that feels normal to me. Like, yeah. I thought this was definitely, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, this is 100% a high school movie. This is my, definitely my favorite mm-hmm. out of all the high school movies I've yeah, watched. Yeah, that not doesn't even, surprise me. Not even fucking close. <laughs> not even fucking close <laughs> by a long shot. Oh, my God. And, but yeah, it really did get that feeling of like, hey, we're all in it together. Mm-hmm. You know, the anxiety of the younger kids trying to be like, oh, I got to get out of this yeah. ass whooping. You know, because I don't think we had, like, proper hazing, but, you know, mm-hmm. there are bullies and there are bullies. Yeah, and it's also really, it, it. high school is kind of funny to me because freshmen tend to look so different than seniors. Oh, yeah. Like, on the whole, obviously, some people look 22 at 14 and some people at mm-hmm. 18 look 12. Like, fair enough. But for the most part, a lot of change happens in those four years. And I thought they did a really good job of casting mm-hmm. and we, we we made a joke where like ben affleck's crew all of them looked like 25 yeah. beating up 12 year olds while we were watching but that was actually effective because that's how it feels when you're 14 entering high school yeah everyone does look so much older and i love that they actually used middle schoolers like mm-hmm. those kids were no older than 16 no. like who knows one of them could have been 16 and looked young yeah they were not adults though this was yeah. not a cw show where 22 to 27 year olds are playing high schoolers no. like and it was brilliant because it made it real mm-hmm. it and really it made the bullying it more effective and the hierarchies and yeah that was like 
one of the more well done parts, if you ask me, because so many mm-hmm. high school movies or TV shows do not go that route. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They fuck you, little kids. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I do. You know what I will say? I, I've been thinking about that a lot mm. though, and I'm like, I actually do respect that because it's because having so many kids mm-hmm. on these shows and stuff like that. I don't know. Sometimes I think that's a bad thing. To have, oh, you know, yeah. So. It's, it's, I don't like, yeah, it's, there's not only logistically, which is not even what you're speaking to, like, you know, children can mm-hmm. only work, minors can only work so many hours in a day. So yeah. it's like a nightmare to work with, you know, under 18 mm-hmm. year olds. But also developmentally, mm-hmm. it's, uh, well, also the positions that they're being put exactly, in sometimes are sexualized. Exactly. That's what I mean. So, like yeah. developmentally, like all of it, it's just a little jumping the gun and yeah. a little extra for already a hard period of life, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I agree, but I think it is ridiculous when, what's the famous one from 90210? The Andrea Zuckerman oh, character yeah. was like 29 years old or Gabriel Carter. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. She was like, practically 30 playing a 16 year old and like that is hilarious yeah it's very strange like it should be college aged like 18 to 22 can play high school more than that's kind of pushing it but yeah right yeah also like a same same with the music like so i love the music i also love the cars in this i know they're all really i couldn't figure out if i just like retro cars more or if they were all really nice cars for those Those kids to be driving those were just the the standard, I pretty guess. much. Yeah, yeah, like that's. I mean, it was before the oil embargo, yeah. so all the cars drink gas. Mm-hmm. You know, like definitely, you do not see as many of those cars like three or four years later. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, you know after that. Um, also, it's really cool that there was like a summer vibe to it because it was the centennial. Yeah. So that's interesting that they're in school so late. But yeah, I guess that happened. Well, I think I think it was going to happen later. Later, like yeah, that's yeah, what that's the teacher said. Like when you're celebrating yeah. the summer, the centennial. So yeah. yeah. But um, you were talking about how, uh, as we were watching it, like the last week was usually the hard week. Yeah, it's and I guess you didn't have this experience. It was closer to what happened in the movie. But at one point, mm-hmm. I turned to Clark and I was like is this a lazy last day of school? Like that seems wild. Mm -hmm. And cause at my school we did finals the last couple days Mm -hmm. and they were often even half days, but like you would take two finals or something like that, or maybe it was all day. I don't know. It was intense. And then once you were done, you just left. Oh, okay. And then if you'd come back in the fall or you'd graduate Mm -hmm. for seniors, we, I think took finals like a few days early in case someone like failed to make sure like everyone passed and could walk, but we just didn't go to school. I think the days yeah, that like other kids were like the younger kids. I don't know. I didn't know that wasn't normal. Apparently. Yeah. Well, we had to just be there hmm. from our time or periods. Hmm. So I think maybe that was the difference. Uh, they were, you know, I, cause I, I do remember doing like pretty much all my finals by the end of the, second to last week Hmm. and maybe there was something that we had to do but it was pretty much just like you know we would get our finals back wow the the teachers would go through with 
everything. Wow. And uh, I mean, that's the way that I remember it. But huh. also that was a long fucking time ago. So it, that may not be true. I know it wasn't like that in college. I know with college for sure. Mm-hmm. When we did finals, bye, see you mm. later, I'll never, or I'll never see you again. Or right. Whatever. Like we would just leave or whatever. And, um, but I, I remember in high school, I remember, especially that last week, it would be like, maybe there was like one class where we had to, but we would usually, so we used to have a block. We used to have all of our classes on Monday and then odd classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays, even classes Wednesdays and Fridays. Hmm. That's the way our school did it. Hmm. And so, like, I think we would at least do it that, like, on the Tuesday or Wednesday by that time, yeah. Hmm. And then I, I, I do remember, like, messing around pretty hard. I wish I had that. That would have been fun. <laughs> yeah. I guess we could have, now looking back on it, like you're saying, mm-hmm. I prob- we probably could have just left. We were done. Hmm. So, but I think we just stayed. Because I don't like summer. Yes. I hate it. Maybe that's why I like school so much. <laughs> Actually, that's probably why I like school so much or liked school so mm-hmm. much was because summer. Yeah. Yeah. Clark notoriously does not like the sun. He does not like, like the it. heat. Mm-mm. Does not. Sucks. Yeah. The, l- prefers winter wardrobes in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, maybe that's why I liked it. Because I used to get really excited when school was starting. Oh, I was pick- the opposite. <laughs> and picking out all my... Um, like getting my binders and uh, mm-hmm. all my paper, all, all my school supplies. Mm-hmm. I used to really like it. Yeah. Well, that but, part was fun, but I like shopping. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Yeah, but yeah, pretty, pretty good movie. I'm not surprised that it has a cult. Yeah, following a cult following. I really, I really dug it, and it was cool because we had, you know, earlier today we, you know. Watched we watched First Wives Club. First Wives we Club. did a doubleheader. And yeah, and I feel like it's been a, a while since I've liked both movies. Yeah, yeah, I think both of us, I'm trying to think, there was something in the winter, I want to say like January or February, where we watched two and we oh. were both relatively. Oh, it was, um, uh, well, for me, it was Varsity Blues and not another <laughs> teen movie. I was... Oh, that was the worst one, you mean? For me. Oh, I was thinking about... There was one that we both liked. I was, oh, thinking, I was okay, trying to think sure, of like sure, what sure. we both yeah. liked. Um, I think the day we watched The Color Purple, but I don't remember oh. what other one we watched that day for some reason. Yeah, I don't remember what was after that. Yeah. It was a good movie, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good movie that was after. Yeah. Because yeah. we were on a roll... Oh, also, when we were watching like Edward Scissorhands and oh, like Fargo... Yeah. Right. We had a good January, I feel like, and then things kind of went haywire in February, and it's been all mm. over the place ever since. But yeah, we had a, since mm. you brought it up too, we forgot to mention Diane Keaton under our uh, second time club in mm-hmm. First Wives. So Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we um, talked about it uh, while we were watching, but we forgot to say it, so we have another second right. timer. Yeah, there's no second timer in this tasting confusion. No, I don't think so. I think, I mean, a lot Even of... Even though it's a big cast. Yeah, but I don't think... Um, Unless like a secondary actor happened to be in another one 10 years later and we didn't clock him or her. But uh, I mean, I think it gave us a lot of contenders for future second timers. I know. I I think this and Magnolia had huge casts. Yeah, we're going to be seeing a lot of these folks again probably sooner than we think. But we'll find out. Yeah. But yeah, so fun. Uh, Very fun movie. And I hope... uh, 
I hope that I hope that Richard Linklater is doing good stuff. Yes, he is doing good stuff. And this is a really, um, and yeah, it makes me. It, it does make me want to watch more of his movies mm-hmm. now too. Yeah, what I liked about it is it's like such a slice of life movie. Mm-hmm. The plot is so light-handed. Yeah, it's literally just a day in the life. Yeah, everyone has some like micro plots going on, but it's not someone saved the day or someone. You know, like, it's just, oh, these kids are trying to escape being beat up and Mm -hmm. this other guy doesn't want to sign an anti-drug pledge. Yeah. The rest of it's just fun. Like There's a lot going on. Yeah. It's not that deep. (laughs) Right. There's a lot going on, but it's just, yeah, it's not like, you know, anybody is shot or like... it's not tragic or anything. I mean, it's it could have been. There's a lot of guns pulled, but oh yeah, yeah for sure. There's yeah. like a lot of crazy stuff like but that. But it does sure. not take a dark turn. It yeah. just uh, kind of flirts with it. And I and that makes me think that that's why it's probably top on the list of like stoner movies. This was definitely a stoner movie, though. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, yeah, for sure, stoner movie. Actually, I kind of want to watch it stuff now. Yeah, um, we haven't even talked about the stoner guy. He's fun too. Yeah, he was very he's, fun. I thought he's he was one very of the fun. more memorable characters to yeah. me, which is so funny because he's with like Matthew McConaughey and I Ben know. Affleck, who are like long time yeah. heavy big actors, um, right? Like in terms of like prestige. Nomin- yeah, I mean, yeah, multiple, multiple. I think they're both w- Academy winners. Award winners. I think they yeah, are. and um. Well, he won for uh, Goodwill Hunting mm-hmm. uh, for screenwriting. Yeah, and Affleck and uh, Matthew McConaughey, I think, won for Mud. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either, but I feel like they both at least have won prestigious yeah. awards. If not, yes, I have. know Ben Affleck won an Oscar. I think I'm pretty sure Matthew McConaughey did yeah, too. Me too. But yeah, like he was just like Adam Goldberg, just kind of a scene stealer. Like when he's going on and on about Martha Washington being a cool lady, like a hip lady, because given George Washington weed, like that's hilarious. Like pack him a bowl right when he come home. (laughs) It was just like weird what he was saying because he was like, "Man, they're aliens too," and it's like, wow. Back then, that would have seemed crazy what mm-hmm. he was saying but now that's like uh half yeah. the country believes all that yeah <laughs> um, ancient alien theory an- like exactly. would probably use this as a source <laughs> yeah for real actually well he said it in this mm, document mm-hmm. documentary and this did have like that documentary feel so like the movie that i had seen right before or the movie that came out that he richard link later did before this was called slacker Mm -hmm. i guess that was three years prior so there's actually a um an improv style uh named after you know the slacker do you know i don't know if i know that uh, one actually um but anyways like so like it'll be like two people but then like one person will go off and then like another person will come on Mm. and then they'll do a completely different scene but the same character but then it'll just actually that's a little rond but Anyways, it's just, it's very loose. Mm. Very, it's pretty loose, but there's always uh, uh, something connecting the scenes and stuff. And you kind of connect it in certain ways. And uh, I really like his, his directing style. Also, I don't know. Have you ever seen Boyhood? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, that was That was filmed. a more recent one, right? Yeah, that was real, like 2014, oh, okay. maybe. That's not that recent, is it? Fuck. Uh, um, but, time. But anyways, it was uh, shot the 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 kid was like you know it was when this kid was a a child Mm -hmm. and they would just pick up every like two or three years and they would film a scene Mm -hmm. right and then so it was just this 
actual child Kid growing up yeah yeah like uh, but with an actual narrative and yeah. stuff which is so am- remarkably ambitious I it's a risk too yeah you know because maybe the kid wouldn't want to do it anymore or, or yeah or his, who knows what would happen in his end up life. in jail or yeah. something i don't know you, you never know so with a drug problem couldn't yeah act couldn't perform but it worked out and to because it, it, i think the kid was even saying like it would you know he, he would be like oh okay richard called now i have to go to this mm. thing or whatever <laughs> what was whatever was going on in my life and I'm like, damn, that's dedication. And Ethan, I think Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke plays his father. Mm. So Ethan Hawke had to do that. And, you know, yeah, it was, he uh, ages too. Yeah. yeah. Can't it's, get too much Botox. You got to look <laughs> like you're aging. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You have to look like you're aging. And it, uh, so I, re- I really, I really like that. And I like it. I like his writing and his directing. So. Yeah, it feels all lifelike, mm-hmm. which I yeah. think is what people want from acting and movies and mm-hmm. television. You know, it's like even if it's a zany plot, it still has to be grounded and sometimes less is more. And I yeah. think this movie speaks to that. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. um, I'm not surprised it wasn't a huge box office hit. I don't know what the marketing was. Sometimes that can be the problem. But mm-hmm. I don't think any of these actors were known in 1993. I, this I was pre Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Matthew, I think this was Matthew McConaughey's first big role, if not yeah. first role. I think he might have been in Texas Chainsaw Massacre before this, but maybe it might have been around the same time. Actually. Right, and who knows? Sometimes editing takes a while too, yeah. and doesn't um, like you can film something and have something else released that yeah. you filmed later first. Um, but yeah, like none of these people were super yeah. well known and sometimes that does get butts in seats yeah i think i'm gonna be honest i think probably the person that was most well known may have been no i guess she would have still not been a model yet but mila jovovich mm-hmm. i mean she could have been a working model because they get them yeah. young yeah but she maybe wasn't like a household name yeah maybe, maybe not yeah yeah so same difference i guess the other thing is too a lot of youth culture didn't take off until the late 90s mm-hmm. like hence the whole american pie and all the teen movies that followed yeah. and that was around the same time dawson's creek came on the tv screens and then all these like teen shows kind of followed youth culture was an untapped market you know maybe not entirely like the 80s had the breakfast club and all that but i think that already kind of swung out of favor yeah. a little bit so this was like in a weird dead space that yeah. wasn't capitalizing on teenage real life right. media. Because I, I don't think anybody was talking about teenagers. Like at this time, I feel like it was like that movie Singles. And mm-hmm. have you seen that? Mm-hmm. I've heard of it though. Yeah. So like those types of grunge kids or whatever. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Or grunge, like they're adults, I guess. But yeah. Right. Right. Like there was definitely some stuff, but not... I, it was hit or miss, yeah. I guess, with like, and depending on how it was marketed or mm-hmm. maybe kids weren't interested in seeing kids in the 70s. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. And I, and I, and I do also think like the 70s were probably just too close. It was like. Yeah. Cause the 70s revival didn't happen until like 96, 97. Yeah. That's when everyone was talking about Greece and Saturday Night Fever yeah. and like bell bottoms kind of came this back. This was still the grunge era. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't this think. This was peak grunge era. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I yeah I just don't think anybody was in the seventies. In fact, I grunge was 
a complete counterpoint to the 70s pretty much mm-hmm. like or the at least the antithesis yeah where you know it, it was like oh my god these big bands with like all these guitars and stuff like yeah. that like that was really out of fashion or, or early oh yeah glam rock was dead at yeah. this point yeah like dead and really everything dead. that was adjacent to it you know it was like almost embarrassing uh so 100%. yeah i guess that yeah kind of especially when this was released when i when i think about you know all the stuff that like my parents liked mm. in the 1970s like my mom was a big Fleetwood Mac fan uh. I couldn't have cared less about Fleetwood Mac at this time right I that just I last thing I wanted to hear and we used to have a radio station called KLOS and also there was one called Arrow mm-hmm. 93.1 and I feel like they used to play a lot of you know the soundtrack that mm. was on here and I remember being like, no way. Like, this is the worst. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you didn't like your parents' music growing up? I, I liked it up until a point, okay. And then it became a little shit. Gotcha. At, like, probably, like, you know, 12. Yeah. Or whatever. So, like, you know, yeah. standard, like, ugh. Anything my parents like, mm-hmm. that's, except for like the modern stuff. They did like modern music. Mm-hmm. They liked the Pixies and stuff like that. But like oh, the seventies, par- that's stuff. cool. That's so cool. Yeah, your parents yeah. like the Pixies. Wow. Yeah, they. I mean, they like Pixies. You know, my mom's favorite two favorite bands are like Pixies and uh, Jesus and Mary Chain. Oh my God! I need to be friends with your mom. <laughs> Jesus and Mary Chain is yeah. one of every year on Spotify. They're like, you're. I went from being ready for the dumbest brag ever. In 2021, I was in the top 2% of Jesus and Mary Chain fans on Spotify. 2022, top 1%. Wow. I always cite Sonic Youth as my favorite band, but I think it's actually Jesus and Mary Chain. I listen to them more frequently, but currently I'm mm-hmm. listening to a lot of Sonic Youth again. Yeah. So I don't, I, don't well, know. I like them both. Sonic Youth was up there for them too. Yeah. But, but yeah, when, when it came to anything that was like past, before 1979, before anything that wasn't punk or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I still don't like Kiss, but, but yeah, looking back on it, I was such like a dipshit. And then now, like, Fleetwood Mac is like my favorite band. I love Fleetwood Mac. I, love I can't it. believe I said anything bad about Fleetwood I know. Mac. I didn't like, my parents were kind of hit or miss. I liked actually my parents' taste in music. My form of rebellion was just like, guys, I want to listen to modern stuff now. So I want to control the radio station. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my little shit thing. But I never like disowned Motown or Carly Simon entirely. But, um fleetwood mac i didn't like as much and as an adult i like them more i think they're just an adult band yeah some music is for all generations or just catchy but Mm -hmm. like i used to hate the chain and now i think it's a jam yeah and i love it like i i I don't know they grew on me so much yeah exactly yet they're not for 14 year olds or 12 year olds they're just not (laughs) they're just not yeah yeah Yeah. i love it cool I think if they would have waited a little bit, just mm-hmm. to, they they should have. But but you know we have it now. It's filmed, and I wouldn't have changed anything in the cast. I really wouldn't have. No, there's no recasting. Like we've we haven't done a recasting in our minds in a while. It's been a while. Would, yeah. It's been a while since we've been like, ooh, I liked it, but somebody else should have maybe played this role. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. I don't think. Even the kid that, you know, yeah. was kind of plucked off the streets, literally. It, I, I don't know. I'm just not mad at it. Yeah. I'm just not mad at it. Well, next week, we don't know yet what we're watching. Yeah. Because we're 
playing it a little fast and loose. Might be Crazy Rich Asians. It might be uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. It might be, there was another one that we were, oh, The Graduate that was Mm. in there somewhere. Uh, maybe we'll pull a fast one. I don't know. I think you should just subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Come back and find out. You'll Everyone be... likes a surprise. Yeah, everybody loves a surprise, yeah. Uh, except I don't, so I'm giving weirdly uh, hypocritical advice. But uh, this is, let's finally watch it. So please follow us also on YouTube and TikTok. TikTok, sorry, I can talk. Uh, if you have those at Let's Finally Watch It, I'm Lauren Blair Donovan, and you can feel free to stalk me at Blairosaurus Rex on most social media platforms. And I'm Clark Naz at other Clarksy on the internet. Go stalk him as well and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.